Welcome everyone to the Apocalary Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Dr. Van Beek. Yeah, he's Dr. Van Beek. Yeah. Um, Larry, we're going to talk yeah. about the book of Jude. Dr. Van Beek. <laughs> uh, if we weren't recording, my response could have been different there. <laughs> But we're recording. We so, are recording. So, Doctor Van Beek. Yeah. <laughs> we're, going talk, yes. we're going to talk about the Book of Jude, which is not just a Beatles song, but it's also a book in our uh, our present day Bible. It is. It is a New Testament book. Anything I, else we I, should say about Jude? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Was accepted in the canon. The reason we're doing it this week is that last week we did Second um, Peter. Yeah. And the week before we did Second Peter, um, which which Second Peter chapter two in the beginning of three actually covers the exact same material as Jude does. Oh, look or at you! Very, going. very similar material yeah. as Jude. Um, Peter used a triad to show, talk about the false teachers in the church. Jude uses a triad to talk about the false teachers in the church, and they use uh, not exactly the same thing, but very similar stuff. Okay. So, so, so we could just do the first two verses, and then we could do the next bunch okay happy to do so folks we're picking it up jude i'd like to say chapter but there isn't any chapters in jude <laughs> well there is one well there's one yeah okay. <laughs> yeah okay yeah. fine 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 uh well i guess i don't have the doctorate um anyway <laughs> well it's like the first world war um they couldn't call it the first world war <laughs> yeah because Until the Second World War. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's why it was known as the Great War. And then it was like, oh, hang on a second. There was a greater war after it. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Jude 1. Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. To those who are called, beloved in God, the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. So Jude, um, he, he writes this little book. He's the brother of James, not the brother of James the Apostle, but the brother of James, the head of the church. Ah, right? I didn't know there was two of them. Yes. In the book of Acts, um, the James that they talk about there is the James, the head of the church. Nice. And it's, it's intriguing. Now, if you're Catholic, you don't think this, but if you're everybody else, then you would say that this Jude was actually Jesus' brother Jude. Ah. And James was Jesus' other brother James, not not Jesus' other brother Jude. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> my brother Jude and my other brother Jude. Um, so these two guys, um, these were the brothers of Jesus. So if you read in John chapter seven, when Jesus is going down, um, Jesus stays away from the festival, and and his brothers say, "Well, why don't you go down to the festival? Because anybody who wants to be anything goes down to the festival." And there's a little subnote there that says, even his own brothers did not believe in him. Right. And and you get the idea that that um, Jesus' brothers didn't like him much. Yeah, yeah, in those days. And that that could be very hard to have your older older brother be Jesus. Like like the sisters probably thought he was wonderful, but the brothers probably thought like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Like, a little bit of a Joseph type thing happening there, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like we're we are so sick of you being so good. Yeah, all the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we just want to steal something, you know, and you make us bring it back. Yeah. But so they didn't believe in him. So so now that they've become 
that they've become Christians. This is after Jesus' death, of course. We think that this was written around the same time as Peter, okay. as Second Peter. Okay. Um, we don't know who copied off of who. They used to think Jude copied off of Peter, and then they thought Peter copied off Jude. Hmm. So, and then some people think, they remember, they both copied off something right. similar. Some. But Jude wouldn't even call himself um, Jesus' brother. He, he says, I am a servant of Jesus. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. And But I am James's brother, but we are servants of Jesus. And and so so it's really intriguing the way their, their relationship with Jesus changed after his death. After after they, they came to the realization that he really was who he said he was. Right, right. And and he was his mom's favorite for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> now if you're Catholic, these guys are these guys are cousins of Jesus. They're not his brothers. Because if you're Catholic, Mary didn't have any other children because she was chased her whole life. Oh, chased as in, um, um, not not chased or not not, not, not ran not, after. Not, not catch me, catch me. But. Yeah, catch me if you can. I'm the uh, the gingerbread man. Um, so, so anyway, so that's who these that's who this is. The the writer of this is the is the brother of the head of the church. Okay, and which would also give him the ability to write this, right? Yeah. And then he says to them, um, "May mercy and peace." Oh. To those who are called in God the Father and kept for Jesus, that's a normal thing to say, you know, mm -hmm. to, to you people who love Jesus, uh, may mercy and peace be multiplied to you. I just, you know, I just hope, I hope you have mercy and peace and, and love, and I just hope you get it in abundance yeah. in your life, yeah. right? Yeah. Because he's going to go, because there's these people in the church that you've got to beware of. Isn't this always the way, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Now he's going to talk about um, the people in the church. I'd like you to read all the way down to six, I think, Steve. For you, done. Yeah. Beloved, although I was very eager to write to you about our common salvation, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain people have crept in unnoticed who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Maybe we'll stop there after all. Done deal. Yeah, um, because this actually, so he does the same thing as Peter did, right? He says, I was going to just talk to you about our faith that we have together, but there's these people that have come into the church, right? And, and their condemnation has already been put in place because they pervert God's grace into sensuality. Remember, we talked about the docetics. Right. Yep. We said we said this is this is all pre-Gnosticism or proto-Gnosticism, um, the Mandean Gnostics. You know, in the mid second century to third century, um, that's when they were they were big. Mm -hmm. The writing of the Nag Hammadi library mm -hmm. with the Gospel of Thomas and all of those things in there. Okay. Um, that that was all Gnostic gospels and Gnosticism. Docetism is a is a type of Gnosticism. Both mean not Gnosticism means knowledge, right? And and um, uh, docetics that means uh, a way that you're viewing something, a way that you see something, right? Okay. Um, it's that type of a knowledge. And so the docetics, some were were um, were completely pure. You you totally separate yourself separate yourself from the world, and you live a complete monastic pure life, hmm. right? Others said doesn't matter what you do in the body. Right. That's what we talked about before, right? So some some were as um, some talked about license. You can do whatever you want with the body, it doesn't matter. 
And they say by doing that, they denied who Jesus was. Hmm. They perverted his grace and they denied Jesus. Yeah. Because Jesus didn't teach that, is what Jude's saying. Jesus didn't teach us that we could do that. Right. Okay? Okay. And now he gives his example. And his example are, comes from three things. And very much like Peter, he uses stuff from the Bible that we have. And he uses stuff that's not in our Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, what, what causes the confusion. Right. Okay. So five to seven? Picking it up at five. <clears throat> now I want to remind you, although you were one, one, <laughs> Gosh, whew. Now I want to remind you, although you once fully knew it, that Jesus, who saved a people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Okay, so now he says, so now he uses an example from Egypt, right? And then he uses an example from the Book of the Watchers, and then he uses the example again from Genesis, which is Sodom and Gomorrah. It's almost and like a sandwich, he, right? Yes, yes, that's right, that's right. And again, those who don't think that you can use works outside the Bible as being part of the Bible, they would say that he wasn't using this this angel stuff from from the Book of the Watchers. Um, from the book of First Enoch, one Enoch, the book of the Watchers. He says he wasn't actually believing in it, but his audience believed in it. Remember, we said that with Peter oh, too. He right. didn't believe it, but his audience believed it. We say, well, that's that just does not work. That's right? a lot of mental gymnastics to get to that point. <laughs> it's really, really hard to support that. Yeah, and and they would say that that he never quoted um, extra biblical literature, but but this. This is about as close to a quote as you can get. It's almost a direct quote. Right. It's, it's an illusion, but it's, it's very good. Sure. Um, and so he says, he says, you knew that Jesus, who saved the people out of Egypt. Now, he's going to just check that again. That Jesus there is actually Joshua. Mm-hmm. And then I forgot, to, I forgot to double check it. And I know it. I know it. <laughs> I'm certain of it. And all of a sudden, I was reading. I thought, am I certain? Yes, of course I'm certain. So, <laughs> Um, Jesus is the is the uh, is the is the um, the Greek, and Joshua, of course, is the Hebrew. Right, right. Okay. And he saved the people out of Egypt. Later, they destroyed those who did not believe. So almost you want to think that's why it almost sounds more like Jesus than Joshua to me. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that would be an Old Testament Joshua, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And that doesn't work for us. We can't have that. Um, those who believe in pre-incarnate forms of Jesus, um, they, they look up that stuff, right? Right. And now I'm slowing down while I'm trying to read this at the same time. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm just going to go with it because I, I know it. I know it for a fact. Are you looking it up while I'm talking? No. No, I was okay. panicking about okay. something else. I just and then <laughs> later, so, so they delivered the people out of Egypt, right? Yep. But then, and then destroyed those who didn't believe. So the ones that... Um, that um, uh, it can't be. It's got to be Jesus, doesn't it? Does it have to be Jesus, Stephen? I th- I'm going to say yes. It has to be Jesus. What verse is it? Uh, five. five right? Yeah, 5a. It's in 5a. Yeah. They did not believe. Oh, this doesn't even tell me. That's okay. 
That's okay. Anyway, God delivered them out of Egypt. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. And then and then he killed them in the desert, right? When they did not believe. Yeah. So they did not believe under Moses, right? Mm-hmm. And and then he let them all die in the desert. That that's the whole point of that, of that passage. And then the second one is is the one straight out of the Book of Enoch, and it was because I was concentrating on that. Now I think that Jesus is Jesus. I think the the, the Joshua is from Hebrews. Okay. And I'm getting them mixed up. Remember, that's where that's where they say Jesus, but it's Joshua. Because Joshua didn't lead him out of Egypt. Moses did. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He was there, but yeah. he, was, he was only a spy at that point in time. This is what you do, like, when you're skiing with kids and you fall down to teach them it's okay to fall down when you're skiing. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I tell the kids the same thing, because when I fall down skiing, it is totally me falling down skiing. <laughs> <laughs> like Gimli falling off a horse. It was intended. No worries. Yeah. It was intended. <laughs> I'm all right. (laughs) So then the next part, and the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their dwelling and are kept in eternal change in gloomy darkness. And that's what Peter calls Tartarus, right? Right. The angels that were, were, were kept in, in for the judgment day. And, um, and those angels are the ones out of the book of Enoch that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And then he says, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities indulged in sexual immorality and pursued a natural desire and a natural desire because those were angels that they were going after, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Serve as an example of undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. So so there he, he, does, he does Genesis, then he does Enoch, and then he does Genesis again. And he's going to do this again later on in verse 8. Okay, awesome. Um, in verse, verse eight, which I'll now read, <laughs> sorry, yet in like manner, these, oh, let me just say one thing first. Sure. Go, go ahead. He says, although you knew this, I want to remind you, the Lord delivered his people out of Egypt. I don't know why this one said Jesus. That's what threw me off. Hmm. So it would be Lord and they figured Lord. Well, this is capital L small O R D, which usually refers to Jesus too, but. Oh, but, there it um, is. Yeah, and some yeah. The Lord, the Lord who once saved you. So, yeah. so I'm I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Pick it up. Okay, in, in like manner. Uh, yet in like manner, these people also relying on their dreams defile the flesh, rejecting authority and blaspheme the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael, contending with the devil, was disputing about the body of Moses, he did not presume to pronounce a blasphemous judgment, but said, "The Lord rebuke you." But these people blaspheme all that they do not understand. And they are destroyed um, by all what they, like unreasoning, unreasoning animals, understand instinctively. Woe to them, for they walked in the way of Cain and abandoned themselves for the sake of gain to Balaam's error and perished in Korah's rebellion. My word, he really packed a lot in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. These yeah. are hidden reefs at your love feasts. And they feast with you without fear, shepherds feeding themselves, waterless clouds swept along by winds, fruitless trees in late autumn, twice dead, uprooted, wild waves of the sea casting up the foam of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved forever. That's pretty harsh, eh? Yes. <laughs> and again, it's, a, tri- it's, it's a, tri- a triad. It's three things that he wants to tell them. And he says... These guys are blaspheming the glorious ones. They're blaspheming angels. Yep. And then he says, 
But the Archangel Michael, when he was contending with the devil and disputing uh, about the body of Moses, did not pronounce a blasphemous judgment against him. So he says, he says, Mike, even Michael, when he was talking to Satan, um, so Michael argued with Satan about what, where, where Moses was going to end up. Of course, because God, uh, Michael was saying, no, he, he gets to go to paradise, and and Satan was saying, of course he doesn't. He screwed up, and and Michael didn't say, listen, Satan, you're just a, you know, yeah. he 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 didn't do that, right? Um, and these guys, these guys would mock Satan, and he says, man, don't don't be messing around. Kind of a little warning for us too, eh? Don't be messing around with yeah. angelic things. Yeah, what you right? do not understand, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this thing about Michael contending with the devil and disputing about the uh, about about uh, Moses for Moses' body—that's actually found in a book called *The Assumption of Moses*. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, our our biggest problem is the Assumption mm -hmm. of Moses. They think this is found in in verse twelve, and we only have eleven verses, so it makes it a little. <laughs> It's, it's, it makes it a little more difficult to substantiate that this comes, <laughs> comes from there. So we, we use other sources to say, well, they kind of said the same thing. So maybe they had the, maybe they had the full copy when they said it. Oh, man. So, and Joe, um, you left behind the Reader's Digest version of the Assumption of Moses again. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it, it, it becomes problematic, doesn't it? Yeah. And just so you know, the only actual extant existing um, book of Enoch, of one Enoch that we have, was actually in um, in the Ethiopic language called Gez, hmm. and and it was still in the in the Ethiopic Orthodox canon um, back when Lawrence first translated it. Now later it was Charlesworth and Charles and right. a guy named Charlesworth and another guy named Charles translated it as well. But Lawrence did the first one that you can get online, mm -hmm. and um, and that was it was an Ethiopic, um, it was in Ethiopia that <laughs> they kept it. Well, I'm really struggling too. Yeah, no, so, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Oh, okay. So anyway, so this piece comes from as far as we can, as far as we know, it comes from the Assumption of Moses, which again is a, a beyond the Bible kind of literature <clears throat> that he was pointing at. But this this made his point too, right? I don't know if there's anything in the Bible that actually would have made this point. So he had to go. He had to go somewhere else. Mm, mm, mm. And it probably was part of his Bible. Yeah. But that's where we want to be careful because verbal plenary guys like us would struggle with the idea that there's something beyond our Bible that people could use as scripture. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. But remember, at this point in time, scripture was a lot more fluid thing. Yeah. Um, than it is now. Old Testament was fairly established. You know, by the time the Pharisees came in, they, they did the Tanakh, the um, 22 books, which are the same as our 39 books. Um, but the New Testament was was totally in flux at this right. point in time. Right. But he was and a, we don't know who was using the Septuagint and who was using the Masoretic text. Right. <clears throat> right. And he was at least using things that he knew his audience would be familiar with. We expect that his audience understood this. Yeah. 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 Because why say it if they don't understand it unless you're a registrar? <laughs> <laughs> they think says all kinds of things to people. Then he says of them, of course, you know, you're walking in the way of Cain, right? Yeah. Who, remember, um, who abandoned themselves for the sake of gain? Balaam's error. Remember Balaam, the same one from Peter? Yeah. He, he talked to his donkey. His donkey talked to him. I'm sorry. Donkey said, be careful. You're not allowed to do this. Um 
and uh, and Balaam just went ahead and figured out another way to to cause the Israelites all kinds of trouble, for which we said before God killed them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then Korah's rebellion. Now Korah was the guy who went against Moses. That's right. And as, if I recall, doesn't, the earth swallowed them. Yeah, up. I was going to say, doesn't the earth swallow Korah up? Yeah, there's an earthquake, and he falls right into the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Which they made many movies about since. I, I think I've seen many ap apocalyptic movies where people fall into a hole in an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big one. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of yeah. part of the, the formula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's become the formula. After Korah, they said, you know, this really works. People yeah. are really, really into this. So yeah, let's yeah. keep going. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, um, oh, so anyway, they're your hidden reefs, right? Yep. Yeah. So these guys are coming into your love feast. Remember, they would have a full meal. That was the 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 Lord's Supper was a right. was a full meal. They called the love feast. Um, and he says, but you know, they're these are horrible guys. You know, they're clouds that don't have water. Yep. They're trees without fruit. They're they're uplifted. They're they're like the wild waves of the sea casting up their foam. They're like the planets, the wandering stars of the planetos. And and they are they're they're going to stay in gloom of utter darkness forever. Yeah. Therefore, he believed in an eternal hell. Mm, yes. I th I would say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And when you read that list, you kind of go, okay, like Jude. Seriously, we get it. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they're yeah. worthless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, you, you had me. You had me at hidden reefs, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he was leaving nothing to nothing to chance. No. Picking it up at fourteen. These guys did get angry, didn't they? Oh yeah. They yeah. 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 We don't we don't actually acknowledge that part that, you know, Paul, Peter, Jude, you know, the rest of the gang, they were not above cursing somebody out. No, no, no. No, that's right. Yeah. Which which gives us hope. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope for registrars and IT people, Everywhere. yes. <laughs> and IT IT professionals. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's right here in the book of Jude. Um, <clears throat> picking it up at verse 14. It was also about these that Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his holy ones. Yep. To execute judgment on all and to convict all the ungodly of their deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are grumblers, malcontent, Malcontents, following their own sinful desires, they are loudmouth boasters, showing favoritism to gain advantage. Rough guys, eh? Oh, like again? No, even and actually, actually rough in their attitude, but very smooth talkers. Because they are—they're convincing weak people to to go their way. You know, they're convincing others. Um, now he says, Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, saying. This this is the one that's the the direct quote. I I, I referred to the one in chapter verse six was an allusion to Enoch, and this is this is a, this was the stronger quote. The Lord comes with ten thousand of His holy ones. Now I I believe somebody wrote their doctoral thesis on this, did they not? Yeah, and you wouldn't know that from the way I'm speaking about it right now. <laughs> no, I wasn't going there. But we should we should acknowledge the fact that this is actually exactly where your doctoral thesis landed, right? In in this. Yes, my this my teacher said maybe touch on the fact that he used extra biblical material, but but maybe don't say that he used it as scripture. <laughs> and um, yeah. Well, good luck with that, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hence I'm a registrar today, and I'm not, you know. <laughs> I'm not the New Testament professor at, 
Well, they they call them professors at Bible college, but they're really just teachers. Because we know what a real professor is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've seen you, that. You've got to be a bigger jerk than any Bible school guy. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, that's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, folks, just so you know that this is where Larry wrote his uh, doctoral thesis. So I did, I did. And it's um, you, could, you can read it if you can ever find a copy of it at, at, you know, at the university. Yeah which is the only copy that exists, I think. Um, so it was about Enoch. So then, so he quotes Enoch here. Enoch said he's coming with his angels, his holy ones, his mm -hmm. angels, um, to execute judgment on all of these guys. Mm. Oh, you've, we've lost, you've lost me. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but bear with me a second here. It's okay. It's a very pretty picture um, at the back. There. Oh, gosh. Oh, now it's hesitating. <laughs> here, I'll just keep going. Because... Because this isn't that hard to do anyway. <laughs> and he says, you've done all this stuff. And he, and he says it three times, right? You've done ungodly things and ungodly acts. And you've done them in ungodly ways. You know, you're harsh and you're grumblers. I, I think being a grumbler shouldn't be a bad thing. Well, and your fault finders, that's yeah, not bad either. No, but you think the Jews would have grumbling down pat, right? Like, I mean, well, yeah, on. yeah. And, and those of us that work for in education, we've got grumbling <laughs> And, and they follow their own evil desires. They boast about themselves. Um, and they, they flatter other people just to take advantage of them. Right. Right. And he says, so, so you know, like, look, at, look, the, these are the ministers of the 80s. You know, these, these are the big church ministers of the 80s. And some of those guys um, and, and ladies, too, some of them, because we have to throw that in now, some of those people... Um, were, were very, very good before God. But many, many people went their own way, right? Right. There's a fantastic, it looks like a fantastic movie on, on pure flicks where the, where the pastor's trying, he's doing all kinds of stuff. Um, and they're getting ready for Resurrection Sunday. And he had, a, he had like a Superman suit on the first time. And now they're saying, well, what do we do on Resurrection Sunday? I don't know, what, what can we do that's really big? And the other poor guy's saying, like, you mean bigger than the resurrection? <laughs> he, he says, maybe we can have a real crucifixion. The guy was saying, I think the doctor showed me where I could put nails in your hands without hurting. <laughs> it's just, it's so bizarre, Steve. Right, right. So yeah. bizarre. Oh, yeah. But, but ministers, you know, I watched, I watched ministers that I believe were very good when they started out. Yeah. And, and just go down weird, weird paths. Yeah. Trying to hang on to a ministry where where I, I would actually say that God was no longer blessing it. Yeah. Maybe that's the way you say it, right? Yeah, yeah, I think and you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. And and actually it becomes tough. And I, and I even know what it's a little bit what it's like, because as you get older, as a minister, you still have to have a job because you still have to feed your family. But, you know, but it's time for you to move on, but you don't know how anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So, but he says there is a way to persevere in verse 17. Yep. Yeah. But you must remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, in the last time there will be scoffers following their own ungodly passions. It is these who cause divisions, worldly people devoid of the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up in the most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire to show, show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. Isn't that nice? So, <clears throat> so for you guys, 
stay in the spirit and and help people through this stuff yeah you know do what you can to help these people yeah and and pray in the spirit doesn't he say that uh, keep up the most holy faith praying in the holy spirit yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> which is very interesting because apocalyptic literature rarely mentions the holy spirit mm. and jude does hmm. interesting yeah, yeah. Is that because Jude's influence from the apostles get there? But you think John would have that same influence, wouldn't you? Yeah. Does he mention the Holy Spirit anywhere in Revelation? Not that I remember. Yeah. Oh, he does. He talks about the Spirit, but he talks about the Spirit as the as the seven um, spirits of God. Right. So he uses he uses kind of cryptic language to talk about the Spirit. Yeah. Well, this is a letter too, so he could just be kind of wide open about the Holy Spirit, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so if you're Pentecostal, I would say praying in the Holy Spirit would actually refer to praying in tongues and things. Okay. okay. But I don't, I can't say that for sure from this passage. Yeah. Yeah. But well, that's okay. But if I was in a Pentecostal group, I, I'd be quite comfortable to say that. Yeah. Well, you, but, can, you can say that here too. Don't worry. Well, I might as well. I mean, <laughs> it's just you and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be. <laughs> After this one. <laughs> no, no, no. Doxology. Uh, <clears throat> this is the doxology you hear all the time, Stephen. Isn't that the truth, right? <laughs> now to him is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. To to the sorry, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And nothing more to be said after that doxology. Amen. Just to God be glory forever. Yeah. Amen. My friend, thank you for doing this. Um, folks, we hope you enjoyed that. It's kind of fun to talk about something that was right in Larry's wheelhouse because this was his doctoral thesis. So I knew that going in and I thought, ah, should we mention it? Yes. We should mention it because he's a smart man and he's fun to listen to. So, But then, then, I, then I messed up on Jesus here. I was like, I, I flipped over to Hebrews in my mind, and and then I thought, no, it can't be, it can't be. But in the Greek, that that is um, the word is Lord. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kudios. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and completely understood after having to talk about graduation for so long today that it wouldn't be hard to let your mind wander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. yeah. As I go back to my graduation list. <laughs> yeah. Folks, we are so glad. As always, every time you join us, it encourages us so much that you actually listen to the podcast. We love it that you listen. Um, and we'll be back next week with another book. We'll come back with something different next time on the Apocalypse Podcast.